everybody, it's Jeff Sessions, Attorney General of America and Hobbit. I think I am very qualified to talk about the Illuminati because I work for one. Now, I will never be one myself because I am too diminutive and I have a funny voice. Anyway, give the secret handshake, check your cloaks, and remove your tinfoil hats. This is the Illuminati Social Club, the podcast you don't want they to know about. This is bullshit. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The producer's purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only ones to the mysteries we will examine. Welcome to the Illuminati Social Club's In Search of Series, episode 213. In this episode, it is uh, season two, episode 13, and we are discussing... Czar Nicholas II's daughter, Anastasia. To help me do so, we have, from uh, Tampa, Florida, Mr. Oliver Rockside. Hello, all. How's it going? Good, thanks. How about you? Excellent. And from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Dr. Steve Cloutier. How you doing tonight? Excellent. Um... Yeah, I keep I keep uh, I keep wanting to say like from an hour in the future, Doctor Steve. True, Fritchie. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an hour in the future. Yeah, the real uh, Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys celebrate uh, daylight saving time up there? Or? Uh, yes, we, we don't celebrate. It, we <laughs> no, do. we don't either. <laughs> actually, actually, there's one province that does not, which we were just talking about off air. Mm-hmm. Is Saskatchewan doesn't doesn't do it? Oh, okay. I know it's very confusing. <sighs> Gentlemen, I have a feeling we're going to have to jump right into this episode because we might be here a while. <laughs> we are talking about Anastasia. And do do we want do we want to spoil it now or later? <laughs> Up to you. I don't know. Steve, what do you think? You're the boss. I think we should do it in a more more Povich style though. All right. Because it's all about genetics. It's all about whose father is whom. And, you know, and uh, is he the real father? Is he not the real father? <laughs> and Maury always does it with dr- drama. The results are in. And you are. We'll find out at the end of the episode. <laughs> so. I mean, and, and, and this follows on from next week's episode, which we've already recorded. Uh because we're going to have a DNA test at the end. Um, <laughs> but did Tsar Nicholas II's daughter Anastasia escape the massacre of the Russian Re- Revolution? Uh, so they go through some of the life of Tsar Nicholas and Alexandra and and all the kids, including Anastasia. And they grew up like normal kids roller skating on the royal yacht and such. So, you know. It was a very normal life for them. And I, I can't imagine why the peasants would revolt. I mean, come on. They're they're pretty much a royal family living the royal lap of luxury while, you know, the peasants starved. Oliver, what were your impressions of this episode? Well, I think we should reduce this down to a new title, which I'm going to call The Cat Lady in Fashion Crimes. <laughs> um, um, 
I loved everything about this episode. Uh, in another podcast, I have been known to coin a trilogy of perfection. In the In Search of Case, we hit the trilogy of perfection. We have, <laughs> I get to know something, I get a character, and I get a fashion victim. That's all I'm really interested in, right? My, and, my, my, my problem with this episode is we have so many characters to choose from. That's the other thing. It's a buffet. <laughs> it's a buffet of characters. It, it turns out to be a buffet of turtlenecks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> loved everything about this episode. Oh, Steve. I have only one slight issue with the with, with this episode. You're you're fired. Uh, there there are no issues to have with this episode. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they failed to mention Rasputin, which means that I can no longer make a Boney M reference. I've been waiting to make a Boney M reference, and I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very disappointed they did, did not mention Rasputin. <laughs> oh, I, I that's was fucking for it. Other uh, than that, it was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, so, the, so the first few minutes of the episode is pretty much the Russian Revolution, and yeah, the well, what is it? The Bolshevik Revolution. I always feel so dirty saying that word. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're introduced to Tony Summers and Tom Mangold. Our, I, I believe these are our turtleneck-wearing fellows. They got the hand-me-downs from, from Leonard. Yeah, I know, because he's not wearing a turtleneck in this one. Oh, no, he is not. We're going to get to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so, so they are... They they're investigating whether Anastasia is still alive or not, and mind you, we have not been introduced to Anastasia yet. Um, so they're apparently they were uh pretty pretty much torn limb from limb when uh the when the revolt happened, and they couldn't find the bodies of this of, of Tsar Nicholas and his family. Because, wow, these people must have been uh, really angry. Unfortunately, these two, these two journalists rely way too much on witness testimony from the time. And as we've discussed in previous episodes, many previous episodes, witness testimony is not reliable. Uh, so so now we are we are introduced to the young uh mystery girl and uh she's apparently anastasia so she uh you know un unfortunately and and you feel free to uh to disagree with me on this but um it seems like the people who recognized her as being Anastasia were either long-lost relatives or childhood friends who haven't seen her for years. 
And now they're able to say, oh, yeah, it's her. Anyone? <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's that's true because, you know, <laughs> her coach close family were, were, were dead so mm-hmm. you know that, that you know the 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 actual witnesses that we could actually trust are no longer around right uh, because and, and, they they were allegedly mm-hmm. uh killed with her so yeah well, and we have a problem right from the get because they find yes. her they find her in berlin mm-hmm. how did she get from St. Petersburg to Berlin. Hitched a ride? I don't know. I guess so. Um, so that's, pro- that's problem number one. Aliens. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> let's, just, um, let's just throw everything at this episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the man who wouldn't die. Transported her. Um, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I didn't. I that, that to me was the first flaw in the plan was how she but I'm going to backtrack just a bit because this is the part of uh, that I learned about and I wanted to ask Steve about this um, because I didn't realize that uh, that they abdicated yeah. but they abdicated without an ex- escape plan <laughs> usually when these things happen you know the, they kind of trade at, you know uh, abdicating for getting out of town yeah they did kind of have an escape plan um, because um, King George V of Britain, who was Nicholas's cousin, mm-hmm. had offered to give them sanctuary in England. Mm-hmm. Right. But what happened is um, because of war, the, the First World War, because conditions for the civilians were was, was starting to get worse. Mm-hmm. Like 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 food food and stuff like that. He was afraid that um, by bringing the Romanovs in, that it it would cause a revolution in England. Ah, which brings so me to my next point. Yeah, he nixed the idea. Ah, for years they blamed Lloyd George, who was the prime minister at the time. Right, um, but it was, it was but Lloyd George had no problem with with bringing them in, um, but but uh, King George V. Um, was afraid that the Russian Revolution would carry over because the Romanovs were such authoritarian monarchs. Mm. Mm. On, ro- on, on, on roller skates. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, they were yeah. authoritarians on the move. Yes. Um, now, my other question was, I'm sorry to hijack the podcast, Jason. No, but go, I go for it, go for it. While, we, while I had Steve here. Now, I wasn't aware that they were competing groups uh, oh, yeah. In the Russian now, who yeah. were apart from the yeah. Bolsheviks? Who else was well, involved? Well, well, first, well, first, the perhaps the most famous group um, were the Mensheviks. Okay. Um, and Bolshevik just means majority, right? Mm. Menshevik means minority, um, and the the difference between the two of them was the the Mensheviks, and I'll do this without getting too much into Marxist theory, but the Mensheviks said we can't have a revolution. Because the conditions that Marx said are not here. So we can't push the revolution because the revolution would not be successful. Uh-huh. Because, because there was not what, what, um, uh, what, what we may think of as sort of a bourgeois revolution, sort of a, a liberal de- democratic revolution. Right. Um, they said that didn't happen. Um, and in between the abdication and the revolution... Uh, there were there was a, there was an actually a liberal government under Alexander Kerensky, hmm. because 
even the Bolsheviks said, well, we need the bourgeois revolution. Mm. Um, but what they what the Bolsheviks come to realize, especially Lenin, uh, is that um, Kerensky was not strong enough as a leader to maintain any kind of power. Okay. And his his big mistake was he agreed to stay in the war um, and continue to fight. OK. And so Lenin and Trotsky come to the conclusion that they have to push the revolution now because if they don't, they're never going to get a chance again. Okay. And even Trotsky early, Trotsky was kind of like he wasn't a Menshevik, but he he was kind of formulating his his own thing as well. You know, if you read Trotsky, Trotsky's saying, you know, we we can't have a revolution in Russia because the conditions aren't aren't ready. Um, mm. And then Lenin convinced him um, that they needed to do it. They needed to do it now, otherwise they weren't going to get a chance. Okay. So they were, this why we is, keep you around. Absolutely, Steve. That was, uh, but that was that was to me the fun part of the episode is I I did learn something that I could kind of, uh, uh, yeah. But um, the Berlin thing just set up red flags for me immediately. Well, that too, and and when they found her, she was trying to commit suicide. Hmm. Like they they fished they fished her out of the river because she had jumped in the river. They don't they don't really oh. say that, but but they say they 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 pulled her out of the river. They don't they don't say yeah. that. Trying to get, commit suicide, but that's what she was doing. Hmm. You know. So, so then she decides to say that she's Anastasia. She's the long lost uh, surviving daughter of Nicholas the Second, who you know, who was torn apart by the peasants. So, so now we we get our first glimpse of Leonard Nimoy. In oh his yeah! Outfit. Oh um, my god! <laughs> so, so I said he looks like he's going duck hunting after the taping. <laughs> Maybe trap shooting. <laughs> okay, imagine this, kids: plaid and an and an ascot and an <laughs> ascot. <laughs> Looking uh, sharp there. Oh my god! I almost fell over when I saw the ascot. <laughs> I'm like, talk about, talk about, you know, pick your keys out of a bowl in the 70s. I mean, that, that to me was just like, oh, Lenny, don't do that. And finally, we are, we are uh, introduced to the present day Anna Anderson, also known as the Grand Duchess Anastasia. And because she apparently moved from Germany to Charlottesville, Virginia, as you do, and and we're yeah, of course. I mean, I'm you sure know, she it's, felt it's, very it's, home it's there. natural. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say that you know this part. You know, when they're when they're first entering, I think we could do without like the 30 second like shuffling entry of of the old lady. She like nine. She. Either ninety-one or hundred and five. I, you know, I can't decide. Um, she apparently uh, married uh, Johnny Manahan, who uh, he was some some business guy or something. Or what, what was he again? I, 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 look... a, I think they made a reference to him being a retired history professor or something. Oh, okay. like yeah. But just just can we just stop there and just before we get to the real juicy parts is. 
it was my impression that he kind of reverse Anna Nicole Smith her. Yeah. Like, was was he like thirty years younger than she was? He certainly looked it. Uh huh. Yeah, I thought so too. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to ask yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reverse Anna Nicole. Uh, man, we are <laughs> we are coming up with the titles today. Um, I I'm just I, I just have written here one simple line. She's just an ornery old biddy. <laughs> I, I, I use this word very rarely, uh, very, very rarely, Jason, but she is a total bitch. It's like, <laughs> it's like, I love this woman. The hats are fantastic. Oh, yeah. The, hat. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the fact that she will, refuses to take it off yes. is, is, yeah. is endearing. No. The fact no. that she, she basically, dis, like her husband, I don't know what the husband is trying to do. Mm-hmm. But everything everything he attempts to do gets kiboshed like oh, yeah. two seconds flat. I love this woman. <laughs> and I said, she's now a crazy cat lady. Oh, yes. She keeps the hat on. <laughs> um, yes, compelling new evidence supports that this woman is, in fact, the Grand Duchess Anastasia. Um, they're using photo evidence. Which I don't know how reliable this evidence really is. I mean, well, the ear thing is true, right? That we all have, we all have different, we all have different ears, right? So my problem with that was, you know, they they said, you know, the the ears are identical, and they flashed those pictures so fast that if you were watching this episode back in say 1978. You know, you didn't have a stop and rewind and, right. you know, let's freeze this and see if they really look the same because I didn't see much. You know, I, I didn't. To me, they look like different ears. So well, I'm, 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 I'm not really into ears, so I didn't really yeah. pay that much attention. But 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 even that, I would think that you, you would have to do that kind of thing from a photograph. You would have to get like a perfect photograph of an mm-hmm. ear. And I, I don't even think that they necessarily had good photographs. They had photographs of her ear mm-hmm. right, un- uncovered with her, like her when her hair is behind it. But, you know, it's not sort of straight on. There are all these kinds of other, you know, problems with it, um, you know. And I, I don't think they even, e- even if you could do it from a photo, I don't even think they had a good enough photo to do it from. So... And, and if you're wondering why this, uh, this Johnny Manahan uh, married her, um, keep in mind that uh, if she was the, the actual Grand Duchess Anastasia, then she is entitled to the Romanov fortune. So I think Johnny was seeing some, uh, I think he was seeing some dollar signs there. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, it, it, it's it, you know, but d- d- didn't doesn't cousin what's his face? You know, who lives in Paris six months a year? Isn't he? Doesn't he control the fortune now or um, then? Yeah, Grand Duke Vladimir. Yeah, Vlad. It's, okay. Yeah, because he he he's the without her, without anybody from the a direct member of the family, he is the heir to the throne. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if she's if she really is Anastasia, then he's uh, he's Vlad the Imposter. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Bravo. 
couldn't get a Rasputin line in there, but <laughs> hey, no, I, I had we to, got a Dracula line. Nothing, nothing can compete with the Boney M reference, but I tried. <laughs> um, so apparent. Uh, let's see. We have um, Ian Lilburn. Um, he was the expert in the case. Um, my problem is this, you know, he's mentioned on Wikipedia, but he has his own um, entry in the uh, Wikipedia.de page, not on the actual, uh, not on the English page. And he's not mentioned anywhere in either Anastasia or the Anna Anderson uh, entries. So... But apparently he is very, um, he is quite revered in, in, you know, like history and, and especially of the history of the uh, Russian czars. But I don't know. He, he made some, you know, he had some testimony in the, in the trial or in the, uh, in the hearings in front of the Supreme Court. But that was about it. He really, I, I think they're stretching the expert title a little a little far like they do in uh in search of yeah well not only uh, stretching the word expert but stretching the word evidence yeah yeah right like his, 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 his evidence is that when asked about things about anastasia um she answered spontaneously and a fraud wouldn't answer spontaneously like that it's like a good liar would Right. Well, I said uh, she's she's either the real Grand Duchess or she's a supreme actress. Yeah. Well, because because the information that she gives, we can't verify. No, no. Because anybody who would have known that that information um, is dead. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, the other thing that the other thing that makes me laugh is that is that you know she this guy said yeah anytime anybody agrees with her she hates them. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Well, how is that evidence? <laughs> um, so, because so now we're an, showing... imposter, an imposter would bend over backwards to help that person. Mm-hmm. That was that's that's his reasoning. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe she knew that and figured exactly you know, th- this this is what well you know this this is what an imposter would do. So I'm not going to do that. She'll um, spit on them instead. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. We'll we'll get to that. <laughs> um. So so now they show a, a movie scene from uh, Anastasia starring uh, Ingrid Bergman mm-hmm. over a scene that never actually happened, but they're using it to convince people that it happened. I. Wh- why Why did they show this? <laughs> well, this is the this is the second case in this episode where they do this is that they say that this actually didn't happen. It's like, well then Lenny, why are you showing me, you're showing it to me to it's convince like the re- people. It's like the report. It it's like the reporters, the reporters are completely superfluous as mm. we find out in the end to this whole story. So yeah. unless you're just using them as turtleneck models, what are they doing there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, now we're now we're introduced to Dr. Morris Ferdmeyer, who who is the the uh, the ear expert. He was the one who you know apparently could tell 
you know, if uh, somebody was the same person just by looking at their ears. Great parlor trick. He must be. He must be a blast <laughs> at, at, at bowl of keys parties. Yeah, um, really. <laughs> I was expecting him to start feeling lumps on her head or something like that. Pull up the old phrenology stuff. So, so um, okay. So after all of this, saying you know, compelling new evidence, or we have evidence that shows this and that. Here comes Leonard Nimoy again, looking as if he's going to shoot some ducks, uh, saying, we only have the hunch, no evidence. Only she knows if she's really the Grand Duchess. <laughs> so wait, you've ju- you just told us that there's all this compelling evidence to say that she's the Grand Duchess, and now you're saying there's no evidence, and only she knows. Well, that's what the reporter said. So uh, it's, it's like, what what are you doing there? All I can say about that, Jason, is I'm so glad that they gave me 21 minutes of hysterics before that, because <laughs> that made it all worth it. But you're but you're right. It's kind of like, okay, well, you, you're just, we've done supposition. Mm-hmm. Um. By the way, this uh this this episode is written and produced by Alex. Pamazanov, who has done several other episodes of In Search of, at least seven, including including Oliver, your favorite, the uh, Amelia Earhart episode. Oh well, there you go. See, he, obviously, he's an entertaining writer and knows how to oh, get yeah. kooky people on on mm-hmm. board. Maybe he's, authored... the, maybe he's the missing person expert on. Oh, uh, it could be. He could maybe be. he did. Did he do the Michael Rockefeller one? Uh, I think he did. Okay. There you go. I, I I can do a quick Google search for that. Um, but yeah, I thought uh, you know I, I saw the name and I was like, I've seen that name before, and it was like, oh, sure enough, it's um, it, it is uh, the the he, he's done other uh, you know other episodes of this show. Plus, he has a book. Uh, it's basically like a, a mic- microscopy and like high speed photography stuff. So, hmm. I, you know, I'll give him that. You know, that's some interesting stuff. So, um, you know what? I say we wrap this episode up, but you might want to, you might want to stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, tell people where they can find you on the internet. Uh, you can find me, uh, especially if you're, you know, Russian royalty, uh, at uh, on Twitter at Oliver Oxide, or you can uh, join me for two of my podcasts. One celebrating 20 years of law and order. You can find that at the 27thprecinct.com. Also, uh, my new series, uh, "You're Just the Worst: The Hundred Most Awful Pop Songs in Music History." You can find that on the usual platforms. Excellent, Steve. Where can people find you? Oddly, I know a lot about the Russian Revolution. <laughs> Equally, I know a lot of stuff about Boney M. Um, <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter at Doc Pinko, D-O-C-P-I-N-K-O. Or you can find me on my podcast called The Culture of the Second World War. Excellent. You can find me at AlienCG on Twitter, AlienCG.com. Uh, you can find the uh, podcast at Illuminati Pod on Twitter or IlluminatiSocialClub.com. And if you have any 
questions, criticisms, uh, if you are the Grand Duchess Anastasia, uh, you could email us at IlluminatiPod at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the results. We have the envelope, and we will tell you. Steve, why don't you tell them? The results are in. The 1991 DNA test proves that she was not Anastasia. <laughs> if you look up on Wikipedia, it says Anna Anderson, Romanov imposter. Uh, so, no, she was not. Uh, she was not actually Anastasia. Nope. Who, who was she then? Uh, she was born Franziska. Shenskowska in she was born on December 16th 1896 oh my god uh she was born in uh Boric Abau in West Prussia yeah so yeah she was not uh she she was not in uh, Moscow or Saint Petersburg or anything like that. Not at least not at that point. And she knew it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she was so that would that would make her eighty by the, when this was up when this show was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Because because what happened is they found some bodies that they they confirmed to be the Romanovs and they did a DNA test with Prince Philip. Mm-hmm. Uh, the royal consort. Uh huh. Because he's related to them, because you know, royals, aristocracy, inbreeding, um, and so they used his DNA and proved that she she was not. Um, mm. She was not the, she was not the Grand Duchess. Nope. <sighs> well, I, I well, guess you didn't have to listen to that episode after all. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> You were going to say, Oliver? No, I, you've, you've just completely dashed my whole... Because uh, I, I, on purpose, did not look it up. Because <laughs> I, 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 wanted, I, I wanted to be surprised. Well, um, it, it was kind of funny to listen to the, all these guys go, I know for a fact that she's Anastasia. And I'm just uh-huh. right. <laughs> no, she's not. Nope. Yeah, she's Anastasia. No, it doesn't. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway? Have a good week, everyone. Toodles, kids. See ya. I spit on you.